everyone, I'm Brandon Odo. And I'm Brian Bowling. And this is Critical Care Scenarios, the podcast where we use clinical cases, narrative storytelling, and expert guests to unpack how critical care is practiced in the real world. Hey everyone, it's Brandon back with another Turbo. Let's talk today about a concept that I think has no recognition or discussion outside of the world of academics. And that could mean that your your position is a specifically academic one, like you have a appointment in a university program and a significant portion of your time is protected for scholarly activities and teaching and that kind of thing. Or it could just mean that this is a, a part of what you do, even if it's not a paid part, it's something you do on the side. All these things we've talked about in the past, like giving talks, uh, writing articles, uh, writing chapters, um, whatever, things that go into the realm of education and uh, producing publishable material and so on. A principle that uh, is, I think, pretty widely passed around in these circles, but it's something that you've probably never heard uh, if you have not kind of broached into this world or, you know, been mentored by the right person. And it is such a practical, such a true, useful thing that um, if you never came across, you would still do most of the things you did, but you'd do them worse. I mean, you would just be at a disadvantage compared to everyone else who recognizes this concept. Uh, and so, it, you know, here it is, me passing to you if you haven't come across it. Here's the truism, the golden rule here. Never do anything once. In other words, if you're going to do the work to produce something scholarly, reuse that work for more things. What do I mean? Okay, let us say that you have decided to write a review article on some topic because it interests you or because you want to knock out a publication. Hopefully both of those things, that's probably what will make it high yield. Whatever. You decide to do that. What is the majority of the work involved in this? It's the... It's the background research, slogging through the literature to get current with what's been published, really deeply understand yourself, uh, the concepts, and what is up to date. Uh, It takes time, it takes work. And here's the important thing. It is not specific to the format you're publishing in. So you do write that paper. Don't stop there. Use all of that research that you have been grudgingly pulled into doing and do something else with it. Maybe give a talk on it. You are now uh, a miniature expert on this topic. Share that expertise with uh, your department, your program, maybe at a a local conference or something. Just talk about what it is that you learned. Now, there is an additional amount of work involved in converting it to that new format, but far less than if you started from scratch. You've done most of the important work. Now you're just sort of adapting it into a new way. Okay, you've done a uh, journal club, because that's something you're doing uh, locally. You got you volunteered or, or got cajoled into presenting a paper. All right, you've done the work to dig through that paper bit by bit, uh, comb through all the, the data and the details, and become an expert on that. You did your journal club. Now what? Do something else with that. Maybe uh, you give um, a grand rounds on that topic. Uh, you know, at least pass it around to your department. Maybe you write a little email, share it with your colleagues. You know, here's what I've found, something. 
you know, maybe you had to look into um, a topic for a clinical reason. It came up during clinical care. If you got into an argument about it, maybe you just wanted the answer. So you, again, had to do a bunch of, of reading and research that you may or may not have wanted to do. Um, do something with that learning. Maybe you realize that your local protocol or approaches are a little out of date. Maybe you can help to uh, update or revisit that. Uh, maybe you also should write a narrative review on this topic. Maybe you should also give a talk on this. Are you starting to get the idea here? The key thing is recognizing that most academic activity exists when you decide it should exist, when you ask it to exist. And of course, other things have to fall in line. Someone has to accept your paper or your talk or whatever. But a lot of it is just you deciding to do it. And usually the rate limiting step to that is the work you care to put in. You only have so much time and probably so much motivation. And therefore, if you've done that for whatever reason, get the most juice that you can out of that work. Because most of the products that you can get from it that have value and currency to you are related to how many products you create and the majority of the work that goes into them is common. It's uh, specific to the content, not to the format. Therefore, with a reasonable, modest, small amount of work, you can convert the same content to different formats. I mean, it could be literally as simple as you wrote the paper and now you're going to present it. And I mean, you're not going to literally read the paper, but you're just going to bullet point it into some slides. Ideally, of course, you would make it ideal for each possible format. But my point is, if you've done the work and you use it for just one thing, you are, you are leaving value on the table here. You've kind of wasted your time because you could have gotten more out of that. Now, you, you know, you do what you want. That may or may not be important to you. I'm just saying that if your goal, and on, this is most people's goal on some level, is to optimize the return for how much work you're putting in, that's how you do it. Now, there's a point of diminishing returns. You can only get so much out of one thing, but it's usually more than one, and that's the point that I would start as an assumption. Now, some people have been introduced to the idea of self-plagiarism at some point in school. In other words, the idea that reusing someone else's material without credit is unethical, but even reusing your own material might be unethical without disclosing it. It's generally not a problem with this sort of reuse. If you're, let's say, presenting... Um, to the local students, uh, nobody is assuming that the material you present there has never been used elsewhere. In some contexts, you may need to uh, appropriately cite references. For instance, if you're publishing a paper and you've published another similar paper, um, you might need to cite the other one. And if it really is similar, which really for the most part means it's identical content, even if you reword it, but basically the same content. Let's say you, you did a trial and you want to republish the results. You probably can't do that. Now you could publish a different uh, subset of the results or analyze a different way, something like that. Um, but most journals want to publish original material. So if you slip it through, it's not necessarily a, a plagiarism, uh, but they might consider it, you know, that's not what they you sort of agreed that you had not already submitted or published something elsewhere. So that's something to bear in mind. But usually putting things in different uh, formats is okay. Even publishing something that you've previously presented orally is usually okay because it's not um, published material. All right, just something to tuck away if you're ever considering producing something along these lines. It can be a lot of work. 
and you might as well um, multiply the yield from that work as much as possible. It's not wrong. It's not unethical. I suppose in a way it is game playing, but hey, you know what? If you consider this stuff that you're putting out valuable, then you might as well uh, create that value in multiple ways. Not everyone is going to read your paper, but perhaps they will listen to your podcast. <laughs> you guys have heard probably that I have stuff I put on my blog that I've repurposed to put on here. There's stuff that we've talked about in one of our podcast formats that we've brought up in another one. Uh, there's stuff I've put on Twitter that I've brought here. Um, this is all good. I mean, it's all getting it out into the world, and I suggest you do the same. So give it a whirl. Let me know what you think. I'll talk to you next time.